0: we're not on yet oh we're not on how are we we're on now I think we're on now we've yeah. got voice we've got movement we've got the yeah, we've got the, the microphone in. light of life uh welcome rebecca elliott
1: and uh, welcome to you kirsty hudson comedian yes do you want a comedian or comedian i find comedian a
0: bit patronizing I just think comedian just i just, comedian. just think yeah i think we're all the same yeah doing the same thing okay yeah um uh, how are you doing i uh, yeah how am i that is a big question it's to me this week
1: how the hell are you do
0: you know what i'm I'm glad to be here. Are you? Yeah. Good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good.
1: A bit of a weird week. My daughter's... It will be her birthday tomorrow. She would have been 15. Okay. As you know. Um, She's not with us, but we'll celebrate the day anyway. Right. How does that... It's always a bit of a weird one. I imagine. It's the birthday and then there's the death day.
0: Right. And they
1: both have a different kind of feel, you know. Yeah. Uh, But birthdays have... They have good memories as well. Yes. It's okay. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um,
1: So... I said a couple of things to start with, but they're, they're not, not very big. Um, the first was the one we did last week, which I enjoyed a lot, which was parties. Mm. Did you notice that our font made it look like panties? Oh, beautiful.
0: And I didn't know, maybe in the future we could do a whole one on panties. Well, we can't because it's a word I dislike with a strong passion. And yet you like the word titties. I like the word titties. I don't like the word panties. Okay. Ooh. But in it, we could talk about... A bit of bile comes up when I
1: say it. Does it? Yeah, it's not it's, pleasant. It's lovely. Mm. Uh, we could talk about how the whole moddy body or whatever make you use the uh, period pants. Oh, period pants! Changed my life. Life changing. Absolutely life changing. I
0: think I have a problem. With this. See how this just slips down. You talk about your microphone. Other yeah. people can't see that. No. Do, but it, oh, do I need to take a tool to it? As you you're going <laughs> to need to take a tool to it. Do you need pliers? I need something because look, this is why my voice sometimes goes off because look it just slips down can you not just tighten up that one ah uh, maybe that's what it is maybe you, it's just can you try that maybe it's just a, a slight fine maybe it's just a slight turn of the knob
1: maybe that's all it is I do have pliers if you mm. alright right, fine
0: don't know I'm why it, I, it's, it, look I don't know why it does it it's because oh. you're always fiddling with it is can it <clears> that is <to stop, throat> can you stop feeling it so Whenever much better
1: If you do that you loosen the nut <laughs> alright stop loosening the nut
0: I will stop Fiddling with nuts. Ah,
1: oh, anyway, yes. period
0: pants. I love them. Very sturdy gusset. Mm.
1: Also, there was another thing I was going to talk about, and that is how whispering is contagious. Oh yes. See how you did that there? Yes. Right? Yes. So the other day I was on yes. the phone to to my husband. Okay. Um, I think I was on the football field and I was talking in whispered tones because I was probably talking about the other people who were standing next to me and he was at home talking to me on his phone and he was whispering back. And then we ah, suddenly realised, why are you why whispering? Whispery. And you do it automatically. But you do it, is it. so
0: correct. And equally, he said
1: that this week at work, one of the, I think it was the office staff, had completely lost her voice. Right. Which is awful, but also, I love it when you lose your voice.
0: I never lose my voice. Oh, it's fun. I'd love to.
1: Anyway, she'd completely lost her voice. Yeah. And he just said, it's really strange talking to her, because she kind of mouths the words and has this...
0: <laughs> but he said, I just keep whispering back, because ah. it feels like...
1: Whispering's contagious. It was a minor
0: point. I just thought it was whispering is contagious. Yawning is contagious. Yeah, yeah, but that's
1: physically contagious, isn't it? Whereas whispering is is more of a mental.
0: Yeah,
1: sneezing isn't contagious, is it? No, no, that's Neither mental. Not. That you might even think that. Oh, I reached the ripe old age of forty. Whatever you are, and...
0: forty. I'm forty-five. Forty-five. <laughs> you say
1: that very posh. I'm forty-five. Oh, what was the other word we found that you said weirdly this week? Twice, um,
0: twice. It's not a weird way to say twice. So weird. No, I anyway, who. I took my uh, twice. twice. Did you do it twice? I've been using big words this week, haven't I? Although I did use yeah, yeah. I used pious the other day, thinking it meant better than anyone else. But well, it kind of does. Well, no, it's more religious. It's more, it's more like, like a, condescending in a religious way. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I. So anyway, I know now what that means. Okay. And uh, So I went to Brighton. Right, my, my nephew who lives in Brighton took him to his university in Nottingham for the first time first week at university first week in university Whoa. he's doing a very big boy hard degree he's doing business international relations no mm-hmm. no no, I'm lying I like how you're bigging him up but also patronising yes. him he's doing a big boy degree, <laughs> a is big boy degree. Mm-hmm. business oh, yeah business international relations and politics okay international what though relations okay you said it right well, IR as he calls it okay Uh, yeah and it's And he's getting all his meals, like he gets all his meals. Really? I lived off pot noodles and baked beans on toast, like typical, every typical student did. Yeah. yeah he he on, special. He yeah. has an ensuite bathroom. Really? Yeah. Come on. I know. I had to share mine with 11 people in one flat. You're supposed to live in just crap at yeah. university. That's the point. Not when you go to one of the better ones. Let me tell you that for nothing. All right. Uh, so, are we all having... I'm in Brighton. Oh, sorry, yeah. I'm in Brighton. Yeah. The Labour conference is happening right next to my hotel.
1: Oh. Mmm. Do you have any follow-up stories? What was that?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you know, was, it's mildly interesting, but oh. perhaps not podcastable. I was surprised, surprised mm-hmm. with the amount of security that was happening there. Oh, we were staying in the Grand, obviously, where I do believe there was where the bombings happened. I believe. Oh, okay, yeah. You remember? Yeah. You, yeah, probably, yeah. you know, Margaret Thatcher was there. Yes. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Tebbit's wife. Anyway, I think all Norman, that happened. Yeah. Norbert and lives in Burystown. He anyways. does.
1: The house with the blue door. Yeah.
0: And uh, anyway, so that all happened. So then I'm walking around the corner to go... This probably doesn't pick up that much. But I'm walking oh, around to the God. corner and there's lots of security men in uh-huh. with, like, big guns. Oh, really? Yeah, there was huge amounts of security. I'm not sure. Wow. And, like, proper, like, when I say security, yeah. I'm talking, like, like the terrorist ballard bollards really yeah all around the convention center a load of old bollards oh lots of bollards and uh, you know i just was surprised that it just didn't feel that it just is that really did necessary well, i just felt weird it just felt weird is um, the
1: labor conference important enough to warrant such high see, armory seems like i went to a lovely restaurant yeah <laughs> can you just can you think through the story in your head first and think is it interesting okay because what happened here is you came in and I said, Have you got anything for the beginning? You said, No. But I'll come up with something. And I'm thinking you're just this literally verbal diarrhea, just what I've been to a restaurant and I've been to
0: Brighton. It was a fancy restaurant. Fancy. Vegetarian. Tayete it's called. Yeah. What's it called? Taete. Tay Tay. What? Sort of thing.
1: It's French Tater It's not French like potato It's very vegetarian Don't look it up Don't oh, you pick up your phone it's, I was going to google it for Don't you Don't google stuff Because then we lose you for hours I'm going
0: to say it's called Terra Terra <laughs> 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 It's a restaurant I go to often Yeah uh, It's fully vegetarian So okay. it meets all of my needs Right I got it to you And uh, we had We had the tapas share You
1: did send me a picture of that uh-huh. And it looked like Someone had shot a jellyfish
0: It was Right on the table but let me tell you, that dead jellyfish tasted so good. Tated, okay, tasted, tasted, Ted Head, so tated. good. In okay, and I had oh. a chocolate martini. A chocolate martini. Oh, it was a little bit of delicious diabetic dream. Mm-hmm.
1: You're listening to Don't Laugh, but two women talking with enthusiasm about what they reckon, as if it in some way matters. So, welcome to Don't Laugh But, a podcast straight from the Uh twatmosphere with uh, me, Rebecca Elliott, an author,
0: and me, Kirsty
1: Hudson, a comedian. Mm -hmm. So this week we're talking about disability.
0: Right. Yes, we are.
1: Which is is a huge subject. Yes. And I think we need to lay out a few caveats at the beginning.
0: One is that I literally don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I was going to say, one
1: is I don't know what caveat means.
0: (laughs) a caveat i do because my husband says it <laughs> okay fine like it's like a little side note yeah yeah a caveat
1: okay anyway so yeah the, the first is it's such a huge subject and also the word disability and why we oh, i guess we have to but we've lumped everyone Mm-hmm. with a disability it's yes. the same group it's yes. like lumping everyone who wears glasses into the same group like they're all one person absolutely of one personality and it's just crazy obviously disability covers a huge huge range yeah. absolutely from you know mental disabilities physical disabilities uh the very much seen you know we all imagine the wheelchair to to the unseen you know the the chronic fatigue the chronic pain mm-hmm. crohn's and, disease you just I wasn't going to specifically name all the disabilities you've ever heard of. Just keep up.
0: Also, things like dyslexia. Yes, exactly. It covers this a huge,
1: a huge range. And uh, neither of us are disabled. No. And so we're not coming at this in any way from our own personal, absolutely not, uh, experience. However, my daughter uh, was born with uh, severe, profound cerebral palsy so she had uh, severe mental and physical disabilities right and uh, we had her for 10 years so through that obviously i was very much immersed in the uh the life of the disabled she went to a wonderful school i met lots of other parents of disabled kids i met lots of other disabled people and all of that just to say that i've got some you know i'm coming from mm-hmm. a space there you obviously work
0: with disabled people yes i mean my, i've as a i don't know since i was sort of a 16 year old did sort of summer schemes uh uh-huh. for um sort of certain schools where people learn disabilities and all kinds of things. i run a drama workshop uh, every Wednesday with some adults with so-called learning disabilities. But I just want to say something about this, which Mm. I find really interesting every Mm. time I go in. Um... For start, I literally forget they have any kinds of different needs to myself. Right. Um, the lines are incredibly blurred when I walk in with, because with you because I'll generally have my cardigan on inside out or yeah. something like wrong or a bit of food down my face. This morning you have stains on your boobs. I have stains from my you know my other yeah. and they'll go Kirsty, Kirsty, or 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 if I have my tartan trousers and they go why are you in your pajamas? Did you? Yeah. You know, and, but I but I honestly forget. Yes. When I'm with them they they don't seem to have any kinds of different needs no. at all they are just no. and they're people they're, they're like it's
1: such an obvious they're different personalities they're different people yes you, you don't need to see the disability mm. so that stuff and i think that'll probably crop up again later sure but i think we were quite fearful about doing this subject but i really wanted to do it as obviously mm. it's quite close to my heart of course but there is this awkwardness there is this fear of offending uh, that we all have exactly what a lot of which here. is totally fair enough But a lot of which does nothing but add to the barriers that disabled people already have against them. The fact that people are awkward Mm -hmm. and nervous Mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. Scared of saying the wrong thing. Absolutely, Want to stare, don't want to stare, want to ask questions, don't want to... All of that kind of crap that just needs to go out the window. One in five people are disabled in this country. One in five people. That's... So these these are not outsiders, It's not some marginalised, tiny group. This is just people. Mm -hmm. What's freaky about that uh, statistic, so 22% of of people in this country are disabled.
0: 22%? And yet,
1: speaking to, and I hate the word normal, it'll probably crop up a bit here, but, but typical people, apparently only half of them say they know a disabled person. So clearly there's something going wrong there. If the one in five people are disabled and yet we're claiming to own oh, only half of us actually know a disabled person, there are barriers to disabled people being integrated into society, being able to take part in, you know, normal society. And us not being able to talk about it is not helpful. Does
0: that make sense? Uh, it so does. And now, so that's why I thought we could just plough on and talk yeah, our nonsense and see what happens. Absolutely, absolutely. I think I think all of that stuff about being fearful is really interesting because it is like, wait, like, because that fear of not wanting to offend, that fear of, of, course. of pointing out the differences or whatever, it and is. often, yeah,
1: it comes from a place of kindness. Often, yeah, not always, but often, but still, I think those barriers have got to be broken down.
0: Do you know something that really infuriates me? That I'm really get, I just don't understand. So the the people mm. in my drama group sometimes they're like a one to one support worker. Sure. Now these people get paid very little yes. to do this kind of work. Yeah. Tell me about it. Now I'm in my head. These are our most potentially most vulnerable. You know. Yeah. But because they don't seem to traditionally adds something to society I was going to talk whatever about it is yes. sorry we no no you know, crack on i'm opening the door yeah do uh, it i just get really frustrated that i'm just like these they should have the best of the best in terms of support yes and we seem to f- Pay so little diligence to the people who are doing really, really important. Care work is arguably one of the most important Im- jobs in society. Utterly and yet absolutely. It is so
1: undervalued.
0: So undervalued.
1: And claiming had to have you know obviously a lot of different carers, a lot of which were absolutely wonderful. But there was a huge turnover of staff because the pay is so low. Mm-hmm. that you, you it's hard to find that commitment you're just staring at your phone it's quite difficult to talk to I'm you when sorry, you're just staring I'm, at your I'm phone. sorry I'm just
0: looking up somebody sorry yes a, sorry looking things up just use your brain it's okay oh, my, you know sorry. how good my brain is well, I need the phone to that I know basically got, is my brain yeah. yeah your phone is your carer it's my carer it's yeah. sometimes I think I should have a carer I think sometimes <laughs> that. I know I, I basically need that um This is the point you brought up about people not being integrated within the community, within the society.
1: Yes, this is the barriers. So there, there are physical barriers, right?
0: Obviously, that disabled okay.
1: people have to have to overcome uh-huh. um, lack of ramps and all of that kind sure. of stuff. Um But also, there there is the stigma and the social barriers, right? Which are a whole other thing, and that is that well, all of that is tackleable. The physical barriers, obviously. We need more training. We need more ramps. We need, you know, bus drivers to not roll their eyes when they have to put the thing down. A lot right. of them don't. A lot of them do. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, we also need to just celebrate differentness, or or not see it, or appreciate it, and not be scared of it.
0: Yeah, I think fear yeah. plays a big part. It's so like, well, I don't know how I would live if I if I had a daughter like that, or I had a son like that, or if I was like that myself? How do I live? How do I function in the world? Right now, I wonder if this is a difference over here now state in the states mm-hmm. so if you have so, a, quite an autistic child mm-hmm. yes for example mm-hmm. like with quite extreme needs yeah. you know that's called because again that, autism just covers this huge, huge I'm not talking yeah. to someone who, who I'm talking someone with very extreme can't yeah. play, communicate effectively Absolutely. now it's very likely they will go into a typical school yes so any over here that doesn't seem to happen in the same way we have more no. special schools yeah I don't know if that is an issue I'm not sure if that, I'm not sure if the rights are wrongs all of that I'm not trying to make a judgement on that no I'm but with I, you I think there are swings and roundabouts and I, I, I like the fact
1: that um, both our kids go to a primary school where they have um, hearing impaired mm-hmm. unit mm-hmm. for the area mm-hmm. so there's a lot of hearing impaired kids at the school right so our kids come out of primary school not seeing that as a thing no and that's the thing when you have disabled kids in with uh, typical normal kids mm-hmm normal kids don't see it as a thing no this is the thing with children they come into this world with no preconceptions, no prejudices at all, and a natural, just inquisitive nature. Mm-hmm. And we found this so often with Clemmy, walking her around in her wheelchair. Right. That you'd meet children in the park or whatever who would be fascinated by her. They'd mm-hmm. want to hold her hand. They'd be asking questions how did this happen? All this. And the par- it would just be delightful, right? But the parents would shuffle them away awkwardly, like maybe with a teeth sucking smile, that kind of like, oh, I'm so sorry kind of look, but would be just super super awkward right and what happens between that really inquisitive child who's just like this is just a thing and I want to know about it and she's really beautiful and I want to hold her hand and the adult who's just like I don't know what to do so I'm just going to walk away right what happens there and yeah. partly what happens is is the lack of seeing disabled people in our schools but also in the media mm. in a normal way not like it's a thing not a documentary no which seems to be the media's safe way of covering disabilities yeah we'll do a documentary about them
0: I mean you do have like the guy the really handsome guy who's in, who happens to be in a wheelchair he's got I think he's got little dreads and Oh, uh, yeah. he's a really handsome guy. He he's in the and that seems to be more kind and normal. And I think the CBBS and things like that do seem to try and normalise it. More. I don't know if enough. It I is don't coming know. up enough, but when you think about one in five
1: people uh, yes. disabled,
0: that's what should be that's represented on a TV. That's not representation. Not like no. Oh
1: EastEnders had a Down syndrome girl in there once. Yeah, like, she should be one in five. Yeah,
0: or shouldn't be a thing. Interestingly, like because there's a there's a couple people with, with Down syndrome in um in the drama group. For a start, like. At least two of them should be on the television. I can't tell you the, the talent that they have. They are such yeah. phenomenal actors. Right. But interestingly, I get them to do an exercise sometimes for them to tell me two truths and one lie. I uh-huh. can't tell a lie yeah oh, really? they can't they, they don't wow like there's no that's fantastic at the same time is equally one of them is the biggest diva and he doesn't really want to warm up exercises because I don't need because he's to. ready I'm he's, ready to go he's ready for the stage come on you know so it's that I love that diva I love it the world is
1: so much richer for having kids and people with disabilities oh without a doubt I,
0: absolutely. The, the, the Down syndrome
1: kids that I've known have just been the most delightful mm. loving loved people Mhm. And again, I'm not lumping them all in. Obviously, no, of course, there I, are probably Dow's people like out oh. there, complete bastards. Wow! Well, but I'm yeah, just absolutely. saying, and and equally with with Clemmie, who and you talked about earlier about achievement and mm. how we value people who achieve, people who contribute to society. Yes,
0: absolutely. And that is
1: part of the problem here in the obviously a lot of disabled people contribute perfectly normally like everyone else but when it comes to you know severe disabilities or learn, severe learning difficulties they're not going to contribute to society in the way that we exactly. value yes. in the way of economic growth at all costs and, if we, and so that we need to value life for life's sake and
0: happiness yes. and joy and being not doing and all that stuff but that's the that's i think very much the west kind of i'm, I'm sure i don't know what i can't speak for other cultures but in our we seem, we have a very, if we can't mark the achievement in some kind of tangible right, way, right. we seem to dismiss it. Absolutely. Um, can I ask you a question real quick about emotions in terms of being Clary's mum? Mm. Like, in terms of how people responded, what, what was a response that you found the most challenging? Would it be like if someone felt sorry for you? Or if some, what what would be a response that you would find? I found that,
1: I think disabled people find this a lot, and disabled parents, is that it's disabled people are either seen as heroes or they're pitied. Okay. And, not, right. and nothing in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, you're either a Paralympian, mm-hmm. you know, or you're on strictly overcoming your disabilities. Oh, overcoming. Right? Or, wow. Or it's that kind of, uh, oh, oh you know, right. that kind of bittersweet tale of people ploughing on despite it all. Right. Whereas actually our life with Clemmie was really joy-filled and right. she was just serene and delightful okay. and happy. And you, that urge to have people see that was was right, when you got just a lot of pity, and a, which is lovely. And I know it comes from a place of love. Right. And also people trying to see... So they'd look at they'd look at Clemmy in a in a wheelchair and go, Well, you you never know what's going on in her head though, do you? You don't know what she's understanding. Might be a little Stephen Hawking there. And you'd kinda of be like, oh. oh yeah. But like, I've seen the brain scans Clemmy's brain was mostly water like that's the that's the fact and that's a stark horrible fact for other people but for us like this is Clemmy. she doesn't understand a lot Mm. but she's perfect anyway and she's just happy and loving and loved and that's fine but people do you know what I mean Mm. trying to to, well maybe and also when she was really little but you never know what she'll be able to do when she grows up you never know because people surprise you and, and these kids and we did know we did we absolutely knew she's never going to do anything and that is fine and she's just perfect anyway so wow. is that constantly trying to co- compensate? Wow. And I think we have a lot of that with seeing disability on TV. It's that compensate. Like there was a series called uh, Autistic Superstars. Right. But some kids, very few kids with autism, but some kids have, of course, that amazing ability to remember numbers or to be able to draw yeah. or whatever. So they were going through. The- so get. I think we find that as a society acceptable but someone who is just because they can do this. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah, so they've yeah, made yeah, up yeah. That's for it. They've got a saving grace. God sure. god bless them. Right right right. Whereas actually the kids who like literally can't do any of that, we kind of like, oh, I don't know how to value that. Mm. And of course you
0: value that in this,
1: the the person. Like Yeah.
0: I know. Like it's so interesting that we can't just see that as enough.
1: Yeah. And that's not that's just with disability. That's that's with all of us, isn't it?
0: Yes, absolutely. Like like just to be enough. I think we yeah. we've always and I always seeing. We've said this before that we're something to be fixed. I definitely see myself right. as something to be fixed. And yeah. with disability, it's
1: very it's, vis- it's, it's visual. V- absolutely, that, that, like, there is an issue there. We're all broken. Yeah, that's the other thing. And I wonder if we find and what if that, that is- an awkwardness in seeing disability because we're all broken. We all have these. But it's so
0: visually there. But we're isn't there, it? we can literally see it yes. on the outside. And that's that's that brings. Something within ourselves is very yeah. primal and very fearful, and that's interesting, isn't yeah. it? I f- yes, I f- yeah, I think this is this is a very interesting conversation that that we're having an- now, and and like where? Thanks. Right. <laughs> I think other people will be the judge of that. <laughs> You're, I'm
1: fascinated. You're rating it halfway through. I, I give this fascinated. conversation a five out of five so far. Yeah,
0: frankly, that's a five-star review for me. Let me tell you, I'm going straight on Apple iTunes right now. It's <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. Uh huh. Were you going to follow that up with something, or just, nope, or just that was, yeah, to say just we to are doing fantastically well, well here. I was nervous about this, and this is great.
1: <laughs> you're listening to Don't Laugh, but like sitting in the pub garden with two of your best friends but without the need to buy them drinks
0: or pretend you're listening
1: there's a great guy called Martin Sibley go and see his his website who's an author oh okay he's written he's disabled he's he's written a book called Everything Is Possible but he talks about what we talked about earlier the the social barriers the physical barriers that people have got to overcome Mm -hmm. Uh, like which made me think by the way I really really hope there is a disabled steps tribute band called Ramps that was a side point beautiful but thanks beautiful (laughs) You can yeah. do what you did the other day when I told you a joke and you didn't laugh. You just went, that's funny. That's
0: funny. <laughs> you can't just say, that's funny. But you have to laugh. Well, sometimes just things that are just funny. Though. It's like, there's not many people going to go, <laughs> you're a stand-up comedian. How many you like if the people in your audience just well, went, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> ah.
1: yeah. I, anyway, he's... he talks about the social barriers and the mm-hmm. need to overthrow them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and has some interesting statistics that 44% of disabled people have missed social events or family gatherings because of barriers related to their impairment. Wow. 55% of disabled people felt they are unable to engage in hobbies or pastimes as often as they would like because of barriers linked to their own parent. 42% of disabled people said they've been unable to go on holiday as often as they would like. This is exactly what we have with Clemmie. Because when you have a disabled child, the family becomes disabled. We're not going to swap ah, off without her. right. So we couldn't go abroad for 10 years. Like, wow. You just can't do it. Okay. Even if you could get her on the airplane, which you couldn't, you wouldn't get insurance. Really? Like, so you just, you, you couldn't go abroad. Wow. Um, you know, and, and of course, public transport. Is at best daunting, yes. and at worst just unfeasible.
0: Yes, you know, because I imagine was her wheelchair quite big as well. Big wheelchair, big right. heavy wheelchair. Right. Yeah. I have a, a friend in a, who was in, who has a similar. It was tra- funky though. Can I just say? Oh, her really? The wheelchair was awesome. Well, I have a friend who's in a who has a daughter very similar to Clemmy. Yeah, she's still alive now. She's uh, gosh, how old will she be? Nineteen or twenty? No oh, gosh, she might be twenty-one now. Yeah, she's and they never thought she'd live past three months. You know, right, it was very. Right. Um, and but what interested me she's had things from um from the job center fit for work interviews right for her and she right. has I think the capacity of maybe three month old I mean it might be slightly more than that I don't know but yeah. I mean, my friend is an incredible woman With in the same way she clearly had the capacity of about a one month old I mean I'm not saying I'm winning <laughs> but just saying this is basically top trunks, you know absolutely you know what I mean but she had the same she had the same amazing attitude and it was really important to to my mate that, that her hair is always done nice yes and, and like she where well, we always kept Clemmy's hair typical, long yeah plaited yeah, beautiful yeah specific this huge kind of afro
1: at one point yeah
0: and just would never put her in some like
1: terrible like yeah it would have been a lot easier to cut her hair short and just kind of you know put her in a smock
0: but things like when her period came and things like that all of that kind of stuff I avoided that and I was super nervous about that because that's a real thing and it just seemed
1: like one of life's extra cruelties yeah you would put that sure on
0: and yeah Mm. anyway that was all of all of those things that and I just think but I just think the the insensitivity of the um of the job seeker people that they yes, think that right. she's reached this age now. And also now, because she's over 18 or over 16, she literally gets no money at all Oh my god! for her. And if she worked out something like the carer's allowance worked at 10 pence an hour or something yeah, ridiculous. It's, it, 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 it is was cra- it is so crazy. shocking. I didn't even get
1: that because I, I worked part time. So if you work part time, you don't even get
0: that. Well, because now, now my mate Esther has now had to get a job right. because, right. I mean, it's crazy. It is crazy, and the benefits thing is just this constant battle. Oh. It is a
1: huge battle yeah. just to get what what you, she is owed and what she deserves. What she
0: actually needs. And it was
1: like two hundred quid a month, it yeah, was, and that was the max. Like it wasn't a huge amount of and money. And the amount, of paperwork, but the amount of paperwork you have to fill out. Another one. Uh, and I... of course, it's changed recently. It used to be DLA, now it's changed to PIP, right? And the amount of disabled people. I was listening to a radio show about this earlier, who just every every time a, a, like a brown envelope comes through the door, okay. have this massive anxiety that this is going to wow. be the moment when, or their, their DLA gets taken away from them because it's moving over to PIP and loads of people are, are, who did have disability living allowance are getting refused by PIP. Oh, it's goodness. just like a whole thing. Right. It's just like, really? Because isn't the, the definition of a successful society, not one that is obsessed with, with money and economic growth and all mm-hmm. that, but one that values, not mm. just treats and out, but values equally everyone whatever they contribute or don't contribute
0: I think that some people say yeah but there's just not enough money but there seems to be other money for other things there is and again it's not just the money it's, no. it's just it's the whole sort of and, and attitude and I think to and... fight for something that you actually need right must be exhausting right the, I, one of the one of the uh, clients in in the drama group she's an incredible woman but I think her mum might be in her sort of 80 or something like that and uh, she had to, to move flats Mm-hmm. And they had to fight, for, put a bid in to get one of these flats, mm-hmm. uh, and the amount of paperwork—it was phenomenal. It's crazy, and you know, and I just think this is—it's not like they can just leave her to do it. They had the parents have to do it. It falls yeah. back to the parents. There is no support or extra time for these, these—you know, these are—they're not—they're not—they're not, they're not, a, not a, a poor family by any means or anything like that. But they still have so much work and I just imagine if you have limited income as well right on top of those right. Things. right and it's just like people should not have to fight for what they need absolutely you know it's not like there's not a choice in this no they don't exactly. want to have this. You
1: choose for this to happen I think that's something I remember that when we were trying to fight to for just a few extra hours of, of care a week we used to have like one night of respite where she went to a hospice and right. a month eventually sure. and all these kind of things so you just kind of asking for a little bit more mm-hmm. and uh, and they came around and they assess her and you kind of just think, look at her. I mean, she's gorgeous, but she can't do anything. I like, know. She's literally, uh, assess- but it's tick boxes, and she didn't get the highest because she wasn't on ventilation because she could breathe. And why did basically. they? Basically, yeah, <laughs> why and so she why didn't did, get the highest? Why do they think that would get any better? I, I, it's Why does it need to be assessed? It's yeah, it's yeah. So they come around they would reassess in six months' time. Like she's literally not going to change in six so,
0: months. Oh, six months now, yeah, now she's can, she can kick a ball about. That's now, right. Whatever, it's yeah, like, she's doing algebra now. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, you knew, yeah. It's crazy.
1: The thing about uh, going back to kind of like walking Clemmie around and having that kind of the people who were kind of, who were kind of scared of her. Right. Oh, and the staring. Good Christ, the staring. Mm. I understand that when you see something, it's human nature. When you see something that's slightly out of the ordinary or someone in a wheelchair or with a disability, it is human nature to, to glance. Right. It's just, unfortunately, that's how we're wired. We see something and we glance at it. That's fine. Absolutely yeah. fine. To then literally stop and stare is just plain freaking are, rude. Are and you people serious? did that. Adults. Adults did that all the time my God. Thinking that I didn't notice. I remember, like, literally being, like, the queue at Sainsbury's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And someone, a couple of rows, just literally looking. And I didn't have the balls to say anything. But I really wanted to say, do you know what? If you stare at her long enough, monkeys actually fly out of her ass." Like, what did they expect would happen? And it, that used to annoy me. It didn't annoy my husband, though.
0: Okay. I'm, which is good. I'm going to just go off slight off track here. Okay, I've had a good story about my husband. Go on. Come, We'll come, we'll come to that story because I, I want to hear it. Right. But I think... Oh. So I was in Brighton, as I said at the beginning of the show. Tell us more about Brighton. Well, there was Going this... Going back ge- to the restaurant. There was this gentleman. Uh, it was the most... It was bizarre. I'd, we, Darren and I had a couple of drinks. We were walking behind this gentleman who was incredibly huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was tall, tall or wide? Both. He was okay. probably about 6'8", built mm. like a, a huge guy. Hagrid, we're talking. Yeah, like. huge guy. But... It was the most. He, he, he couldn't have been more offensive. So he walked around. First of all, he went oi, oi, like this. Listen to that foreign smell of the fish and chips. Look at those foreigners, right? Oh, yeah. Well, talk about foreigners. Yeah. It? He did this. I come into a point, and this. I it's know, what... but I literally couldn't. Yes, say he said. What he he was said, saying. look at, at the stinky foreigner serving the fish and chips. Oh my God! This is the language he used. Then there was, you know, in Brighton, so obviously there's a couple. Of, there's a beautiful two gay men mm-hmm. embracing in a very loving embrace. Yeah. Look at the state of that.
1: He oh, went. This is within a matter of
0: two and a half minutes. God. Then he... Uh, there was a homeless guy. There's a lot a huge homeless crisis in prime. Yeah. He pretended to put money in the cup and went, shove it, walked off. He didn't Jesus. actually speak like that. This was my voice for him. He didn't have any kind of accent like this at all. Um, <laughs> but I really wanted him to. Just, he just seemed so like a unpleasant kind of character. Anyway. have uh, so giving him Danny Dyer's voice. Yeah. like You know, I'm sure Danny Dyer would never do anything like that. But yeah. he was so unpleasant and I just thought this is the guy who has a disability right here this guy right here who we judge as normal typical walking around making money doing the thing and he was so offensive and he has such a (coughs) skewed view of the world yes and I was so and I'm so I was so because I had a few drinks I wanted to have a guy and I just thought all this will turn into is an argument, but I'm still livid with myself that I didn't pull him up right in that moment. I'm livid so with myself. So difficult to pull people up in the still moment. Still livid with myself that I didn't. Um, but he was with a group as well, with women. I just thought those women. Why are these women allowing him oh. to speak in this way? Anywho, um, I just, so what my point is that we see this. That guy has a real a limiting life belief. Yes. That is he is placing on everyone else, but he's got his limits. Yeah. That but we seem to accept that as Yeah. Like, I just, yeah. It, no, do it's you see what I'm point. saying there? Yeah, it just I do. drives I do. me insane that yeah. we somehow think that oh, this is okay. Yeah, someone who has and maybe a, a different kind of a different way of learning, or a different way of being physically. Yeah. We seem to go well. They're different. Well, actually, no. I align myself way more with anyone <laughs> right. like that than right. that, the human being. Right, absolutely. Who has the same kind of body and the same kind of brain as me? Yeah, but an entirely different view of yeah. the world. Yeah, 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 that yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. Mm. I'm with you. Tell us your interesting story. Well, no. So I, I
1: found this, the staring awkward, particularly as Clemmie grew older. Um, but well, one thing going back to there is you would occasionally get. Um, adults who came up to clemie they'd like they'd stroke her hair and they'd tell her how gorgeous she was and uh, and we'd get to talking. it was you know just delightful and nearly always they'd say oh, I, I work with uh, disabled kids right. or, or I used to work with disabled people right. and you kind of think yeah you're in on the secret that wow. severely disabled People are awesome. Like yeah. like you know. Yeah. Because actually, time with Clemmy should have been available on the NHS. It was just this kind of glorious Catholic, therapeutic. Right, right, absolutely. She just kinda of smiled serenely yeah. and just sat there looking gorgeous. So they were kind of in on it. Anyway, uh but no, Matt was gonna say that he one of his favourite things was Christmas shopping with Clemmy. Oh, with wow. a wheelchair. Oh, First oh, thing right, you yeah. could park in the centre of Cambridge. Love a disability. God badge. bless that must that must the badge. Amazing. Right? Oh, that was just a joy. Yeah. And then you could, of course, wheelchairs are great for you, you can just load it up with bags. You put bags there, you put, bag <gasps> yeah, there, you put bags there. Yeah, right. And also the parting of people as you walk into a shop.
0: Ah. People will literally
1: fall over themselves to get out of the way uh-huh. of a wheelchair. Right. Like, you know, like someone's coming in with some contagious disease. They, wow. would, just, they would just run for the hills. Wow. And once he was shopping, Christmas shopping in Cambridge, and he saw another uh, wheelchair uh, and, and pusher coming, coming towards him, and uh, him and the the other wheelchair pusher kind of gave themselves a each other a nod like yeah we're we're pushing the wheelchairs sure? we've got something in common here and mm. the guy in that uh, in that wheelchair was Stephen Hawking beautiful story
0: love that we, it was Stephen Hawking like I know I know but, but you just went yes beautiful I know the story but it is do it you last the story. yeah but you before. have to pretend on the podcast oh. to be wow. Oh, you're such a- wow also I've seen Stephen Hawking's <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful moment. You a... ruined it. You ruined my
1: story. No. Yes, you did. You it all over it added. with your, your condescension. I added to the story. Uh, so it's, yeah.
0: a, it's a beautiful story. Oh, shut it. Well, <laughs> a... right, I do find when you are around with anyone, like we, we started the podcast saying this, when mm-hmm. you are around anyone with any kind of different needs, those needs go really quickly when they've got when you just for example there's a really great comic called Tim Renko who mm-hmm. uh he I think he had a show recently on BBC1 but he, him live is a joy to watch he's an incredibly talented comic right right and he's got such a dark sense of humor nice but Leah probably about 30 seconds into watching him you just literally forget he has any you kind get, of right exactly because he's so and this is the thing this is why we need to see more disabled people yeah. in the media in comedy and it not being a thing i think there is so many more comics there's a comic there are brilliant comic i can't forget his, think of his last name but jamie in in cambridge who's phenomenally good um, and I'm such a twat As has that arm that kind of goes out and every time I think and we to give me a hug it's not what a twat am I you know what I mean you like a I am and, and Which, I have I mean anyway generally but I have that thing and I think I talked to you about it before so like I just want to make everyone feel no I'm really comfortable with it yeah I look really good and yeah, I act like yeah. a twat do you know what I mean yeah so, okay like like if I would if there was someone like maybe in, uh, an Afro-Caribbean or an African-American I'd be like no I'm uh, you know like I'm not
1: racist or I'm not you you're know. over you're overcompensating to make sure everyone knows that I am like so fine with everything um, you know, and I'm
0: more than fine I'm more now than I, fine and now I look weird now I look like a <laughs> bloody twat because I really am being a twat do you know what I mean and I just say oh Kirsty, stop it and, you know you know you need to embrace your own twattiness because in many ways that's your
1: disability isn't it <laughs> yeah. <It's>,
0: yeah. <laughs> You know, I you have, have a, I have a twat. The, you know, I just, I, yeah, it's something that it's my thing. And it's like, because I just want everyone to feel really comfortable and I wear, you know, and then, yeah, but I just think the comedy is, I don't, I, oh God, I speak this from an able bodied person, but for me, comedy seems really a great and welcoming and accessible for art form for people yeah. with different kinds of needs. Again, I'm speaking... Although could... often
1: it's not literally accessible. If you think of the gigs you do, most of them yeah. are down in a cellar... Or upstairs. ...or upstairs, yeah. right? Or up on a stage. Must,
0: of course, it, physically, absolutely. And again, you, you don't want to
1: be on the phone being booked and then go, well, hang on, I need a ramp, I need Can to... Can I get up those stairs? You know... You're very right, be- Because so often the response to that is kind of the eye-rolling, kind of like,
0: yeah, okay,
1: you know, that kind of... Whereas it should be like, yeah, of course, like...
0: Yeah I hadn't even not, thought And you're so right around. They're always Like especially right. Like on the Over mic circuit or whatever They're always upstairs And yeah. they're downstairs And they're in this Like hovel of a place And, and it's just another one Of these invisible in To the
1: rest of us Barriers yeah. like That I'm, we that we're yeah. just are of I
0: suppose I, I meant Like, like uh, in yeah. The job itself Like I'd love to hear someone who who I don't experience what they're living, and I hear it from their absolutely point of view in a comedic form. Is like one of the most genius and wonderful experiences. I love so much the uh, the
1: program, the last leg. I think has been. Do you, do you watch it? Yes, yes, yes. Adam Hills yeah. is just fantastic, yeah. and I think that's made huge strides towards making it not awkward. Yeah. We can make jokes about this stuff. And it, and it's within the, the, a loving context. It's it's, it's absolutely great. fine. Yeah. Um. And he Adam Hills said disabled people are just the same as anyone else. Uh, they are nice and not so nice people. and They should be laughed at the same way because that's the other thing that we think disabled people. Oh, they're, they're morally virtuous. And no, you can be a bastard in a wheelchair. Come yeah. On, it's fine. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And the, what's Josh's on that? Just with, just with Josh, Josh Milligan. Yeah. Who is I, I? If anyone has the same life. He's a joy to watch live. He's amazing. He's just a joy to watch. He's just amazing. I, I quite fancy him, is that? Oh, that's no? weird. Is it? Yeah. Is it? He's like a, yeah. No. What? Saying so he's too young for me? Yeah. I'm
1: very young mentally.
0: Come yeah. I feel, <laughs> <laughs> got that weird part. Uh... Yeah, you fancy <laughs> Just Whittaker. Who knew, yeah? Talk about, I I had an exciting story about Brighton, and you talk about Just Whittacombe. When? You didn't. Well, about the Labour conference. That wasn't exciting. It went if it went somewhere. It didn't You go saw anywhere.
1: someone from the conference. You saw a gun. I mean, that was, you know. Going back to this thing. Yeah. The obsession with overcoming disability,
0: oh, I think, is a big thing.
1: So, again, talking about, sure. you know, say people are either heroes or they're to be pitied. Yeah. And this here is about, yeah, he, he he overcame his disability. His disability didn't hold him back. And there is this kind of expectation for them to over, for disabled people to overcompensate, to make up for this. I mean, that's a big pressure, isn't it? And also it indicates that those with uh, disabilities who don't overachieve could have tried harder. Yeah. Really? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. They let that their disabilities so just true. drag them down. And frankly, right. well, you Well, know, then that goes back to our point of just being enough. Yeah. We're, Period. Yeah, your achievements, whatever. Right. No. There's a there's a motivational speaker mm-hmm. with no arms and no legs. Mm-hmm. It's called Nicholas James. He's got like a Vucek. That's like, oh, a, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, great guy. Yeah. He's Australian, I think. Yeah. Yep. And he like it. Like, good lord! If you ever think I can't do something, and then you go like, he's doing that with no arms right, and no legs. Right. Right. It's phenomenal. You know. But there are. But equally, it should be just fine.
1: For a guy with no arms and no legs just to be sitting down at a pub. Having a drink, absolutely. You know, and that's that's I, that's fine. You don't, they, do you know what I mean? Like, I love the motivational speaker, but you shouldn't have to, disability shouldn't have to necessarily be, you, you know, you've got to be a spoke- Paralympian. You've no. got to be inspiring people. You can't just be a normal person.
0: You don't have to be the, uh, you don't have to be the uh, spokesperson of your, of your people do you know no, what I mean? you and you do not you don't have to be inspiring yeah do you know though i talk about that, you know when the africa south african runner with the blades oh yeah uh, put, um, yeah shot his girlfriend yes uh i so yeah did... again talking about to say people can be wankers yeah i did yeah not, but i did not want to believe that because i was like look how good he runs on those things i know but again but in a way but it, it looks like he did do you it know, you know yeah and i an open up for people it's... yeah but, I was all like, but look he didn't overcome so much, and I, I feed into that narrative. Do you know? but yeah, no and how patronising! But is it that? kind of is. It's patronising. It's patronising to pity, but it's patronising
1: to say, oh you are an inspiration." <laughs> like, how sometimes, because I was told, "There's a parent of disabled people. Oh, you're an inspiration." Like, why? No, something shit happens, and, we, and you crack on. I would like
0: to be an inspiration. Is what most people. No, <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> no. if someone called me an inspiration, I would take that and run. Yes, I am. You are an inspiration, yeah. Kirsty Hudson. Thank you. Uh, there's a
1: British swimmer called Liz Johnson who has cerebral palsy. Uh-huh. And she said, some people were born with brown hair, some with blonde, and some with big noses. Well, I was born with cerebral palsy. And wow. just the normality of that statement. Interesting. Like, it doesn't mean it's fine. It doesn't mean she doesn't struggle. It doesn't mean that there's not a fight. But it just means this is just, this is how it is. And it's fine. And this is me.
0: Like, so cerebral palsy can just i mean it potentially could affect your limbs and you have a little bit yeah so a bit had
1: cerebral palsy it's brain damage it's just brain damage. brain damage from only from birth as i understand it i i might have that wrong right um and so it, with clemmy it was both mental and physical okay disabilities right but i used to know the guy who had uh cerebral palsy and you, you'd barely know he had uh, his arm was affected mm-hmm. and then one side of his body but still walked around it was fine mm-hmm. you know so it, there's it's all kinds of levels
0: okay yeah, yeah, I, yeah I don't
1: pretend to be an expert in cerebral palsy no because
0: a- because I didn't obsess about
1: it either no. a- about knowing you had to you had to kind of become Clemmie's doctor in a right. way you had to know as much as you had to know but equally I just wanted to be her mum yeah
0: you know so I didn't sort of obsess about my mate my mate who talked about this she felt she felt constantly she has to be her advocate though when she does do. like cause she has like a a spinal twist or some curve, Clemie had, had that too. Of a spine, and yeah, she couldn't sit a same way, so she had to tell her, no, you can't sit like that because it will cause her pain. Yes, but sometimes, did you ever feel this? Mm-hmm. Sometimes people she feels that in the medical profession feel they know better, but she felt she always knew better because she spent all of her time with yeah, her. Yeah, and I think that that was a huge right. learning
1: curve for me. Okay. I'd never really been in a hospital till I gave like birth, Clemie, mm-hmm. let alone talked up to a like argued with a doctor on nurse So I just ate up everything they said. Right. But over the years you learn that, no, actually I do know more about certain this. things yeah. than they do. So I need to be able to speak up and say, No, you can't do that what she needs. Yeah. And it's just but but most of the the NHS stuff brilliant
0: were they yeah. but sometimes you did feel you needed to be more of a voice sometimes. oh you totally do you You're do right. yeah
1: you've got a child who literally can't speak for themselves yeah. can't say when they're uncomfortable and you know when they are when they are but most of the rocks nurses totally knew that wow most that's of them cool. said like you, you know you tell me what she needs you that's tell wonderful. me we're, we're, you know and all that kind of thing
0: that's wonderful No,
1: and, and, god bless you, and having that? was obviously was sad um, at times and, and hard and all the rest of it but god she was a gift yeah I like to literally everyone who knew her yeah and I say I can't say like disabled people a gift because that sounds like huge. Because obviously it it's it's moment. hard and yeah. it's patchy. R- but w- I think what I'm saying is, wouldn't the world be such a dull place mm. if there weren't any Clemmies or if there weren't any Down syndrome kids or absolutely. if there weren't any? If we were all just the same,
0: absolutely. Agree, but that does,
1: yeah. it comes out wrong. But
0: it does. But I I think there's because like she just was totally present in any given moment. She was totally enough. Just just by being just, just being yeah the being and that's what the lessons so that's why people felt peaceful with her because she was comfortable with just being yeah not didn't need to because she, she couldn't no. Right? because absolutely the comfortableness of being and we none not one of us yeah. we're so much more human than being yeah you know um and so, she never had any you know she wasn't ever Jealous,
1: no, or you know, jealous or, or envious, kind or kind or, or judgmental, exactly, or never, never felt judged, yeah. never all those things that we have. She was just, a and billion. you because uh, I was going to ask you that. Do you do you think, in some way, some people with uh, learning difficulties, severe learning difficulties, maybe. Almost have a greater, actually a greater grasp of the joy of life. Oh, I think at times than the rest of us I think purer a purer grasp of it. I think a it, higher grasp. Yeah, not not saying it in a
0: patronising yeah, way. Yeah, I think. I think. I mean, what's interesting is though, like sometimes I think if I like fell over and died right now, and if they were thinking about getting their squash, they would probably just step over me, you know, because they're <laughs> going to get their squash, and that is a beautiful thing. <laughs> I would step over you to get squash. Yeah, I've, got, so, I've got the squash to get. I'm with them. Sorry, comfort. entirely. Um, but I think. But interestingly, yeah, I think that. Um I think again with the within the drama it's quite a lot in my drama group and the diverse and challenging personalities within the group. Right. But and but some are just like, yeah, I'm just whatever. Yeah. You know, like it's yeah. just beautiful. There's, there's particularly one fella who has no, who has, sorry, little limited. He can't speak at all. Yeah, but he has a Clinton in his eye. I tell you. Yeah. And there's nothing like he and, and he laughs at me a lot, which I just oh, I love him already. I, you know, he just thinks I'm hilarious. Yeah. And so to me, I just think, yeah, you you, you get me. Yeah. you get me on a deep level so yeah but yeah I think absolutely we um we place so much pressure on doing and uh and and I've got to get done and then I'll be happy or then I, and I just think yeah. that is taken away then that's just joyful you know absolutely. as well
1: absolutely yeah.
0: <music> Teresa wrote in
1: oh yes well uh, done I like this so Teresa so is a uh, good baller and uh, her son Ethan is blind oh okay, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. so uh, I should say Teresa one of my friends
0: mm-hmm. very good friends mm-hmm.
1: and me and Teresa were both pregnant with our first children at the same time right and she had uh, well I had Clemmie first who was born with uh, cerebral palsy obviously you know that yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I may have mentioned that yeah and then Ethan was born and, and Ethan was blind. So we were like super bonding any, anyway and then super right. bonded about that. And he's just, the boy is just a delight. Anyway, mm. Teresa said, I've had some funny encounters with our blue badge. My favourite was when I parked in a disabled bay at Sainsbury's with Ethan. I had a friend with me. As we were getting back in the car, an old couple walked past and made a comment saying we shouldn't be parking there. Instead of a rational, excuse me, we have a blue badge, etc. My friend became slightly enraged and started yelling at the old couple, he's blind. <laughs> and the old couple looked terrified. Ah,
0: oh, I like that. You get a lot of blue badge oh, issues. I, yeah, I bet. I bet. Look disabled. Yeah, I have met Ethan, and Ethan is ridiculously intimidatingly intelligent. intelligent yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, like I suppose that's to him because he he's learning Dutch because he can do that. And can I'm you do like Dutch way better than you. Way better. Yeah. Uh, and he just but, oh, and also he's got some really fascinating opinions on things. You know, and I just yeah. think like you know I mean again that's me patronising. look this blind child who's incredibly intelligent yes he's made up for his blindness (laughs) by being massively intelligent yes yeah the dude's just blind and he's cool he's just a cool kid kid, what's irritated about him is he's really cool and he's a really good musician and he's really intelligent Yes. and you say you can draw quite well as well oh he can stop it stop it Ethan you're doing too much yeah Teresa
1: also said Ethan can park crowded streets like Moses parting the Red Sea when he uses his cane (laughs) love that (laughs) sometimes uh, people literally leap out of the way rather than just pausing so we could guide around them. And wow. that's again that's kind of it's a nice thing that people don't want to get in the way. Mm-hmm. But I do that. If I see a blind person coming towards me with a cane, they could be like half a mile away and I will gather up my kids and go, blind yeah. person.
0: Yeah. Because I don't, I want, to like yeah. I don't want to get in the way. I don't want to get in the way. No, because you don't want to get in the way and I'm it's that bumpsy that, awful, that I could trip them exactly. up. And I trip the blind exactly. person up. Do you know what I mean? Like absolutely <laughs>
1: Um, I think I probably had loads more to say, but I
0: think I'm happy. you're happy yeah I can't do my catchphrase this week on this, this is, do it <laughs> or oh, don't I can't do that it's just that's not right is it, it can't do that it doesn't feel no quite right so just do it or don't uh yeah i mean I, hope, I,
1: I can I, just, I hope we haven't offended. Totally, cool God,
0: absolutely. Um, if we have, let us know. But let's yeah, let's us, tell us. Let tell us, us know. Off. Go yeah, on, slap yeah. our wrists. Do uh, um, I was sorry. Go on. Well, I just I'm excited about um, we're getting some really listeners from far and wide. We are, which is very delightful and exciting. Um, if you can, it just would do us a massive favour to subscribe. So sub, it's got a sub. B- subscribe, subscribe to uh, to uh, Go our... on Apple iTunes and subscribe there. And subscribe there. That's, that that's really, really that's helpful really to us. And if you get a minute, just leave us a little review because it's re- again really helpful. And we just love to hear what you think. Obviously, we have got our feedback corner now, which is coming out more and more, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, which is exciting. What is what are you talking about? Our feedback. Our butters when they because the butters family come and tell us what they oh, want to yeah, yeah, say yeah, about yeah. our Yeah, we, we want to hear it from you, and then we'll read out your stuff. We do because what and we do you don't week? just
1: have to hear us twaddling on. Yeah. They Next so next week we're going to be doing, Kirsty,
0: drum roll. We've decided this and I've forgotten what we would decided. Oh, I was doing a drum roll and everything, come on. Tell me a whisper. I can't remember. No, <laughs> Hold <laughs> on. I do know. Dieting. 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 With, yes. Next week we're doing dieting. We are doing dieting. So, uh... Uh, you know, if you want to send in your tips, don't do that. No, uh, don't send do that. in your experience of dieting. You come can on, send funny dieting groups, funny dieting groups, funny dieting stories. How do you feel about dieting? Have you dieted? Should we diet? Should we diet? Mm-hmm. Rebecca will be posting some questions on Facebook. Will uh, I? Yeah, you do. that on me again? Yeah, well, I'll do it if you want. I'll post the questions. <laughs> no, I'll do it. One of us. Somebody spelled correctly. Some little magic fairy will do that for us. Uh, so yeah, do get in touch. We'd love to hear from our butters. Now, people. hang on a minute. We yeah. can't wrap up yet. Over, yeah. Overheard corner. I, I was wrapping. Have you got anything for overheard calls? Yes, I have. So just a little recap, corner.
1: guys. This this is if we've overheard a snippet of a conversation yes. this week that's fairly unfathomable but funny.
0: Yes. Did you? I did. Mine is fathomable. Is it? It's fathomable. Say it again. Fathomable. It's not unfathomable. You no, know, it's not fathomable. No, fathomable. It's fathomable. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm in the restaurant. I'm in, the, and I'm eating the food. And and the, the there was. A, is this is t- the
1: restaurant that we we heard of earlier. Yes, Tete.
0: <laughs> I'm in the restaurant, and there's a group of three incredibly beautiful young women talking. And and mm-hmm. she says this to the to the waiter, they they were talking about relationship, She said, "You see, I'm a wild stallion. I want someone to walk next to me." Not always want to ride me. <laughs> <laughs> what she
1: said,
0: she, that, I know, she said that to the waiter. To the waiter. Was she chatting the waiter up? No. They were talking about like boyfriends and how she was single and she said, I am with no sense of irony. I was going does she know that the, the whole riding thing was made? No, I don't no, know, she didn't get the double meaning. No, she just okay. said I am a wild stallion. I want someone to walk beside me, not always want to ride me. <laughs> Oh, I just loved wow. it. it. It was just so profound. That's beautiful.
1: Beautiful. I, I didn't, I didn't actually have an over herd okay. this week, but right. what I, what I did have mm-hmm. was I was walking through town, and a, a guy in a, a parked van,
0: mm-hmm. okay, a vehicle, a, a vehicle, mm-hmm. if you will,
1: uh, had his window down. I was walking past, and he went, "Excuse me," I said, "Yeah." He said, "What day is it?" I went, "It's Wednesday." I thought, "Well, that's weird." But what I and, and that was it, and he was like, "Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks." What I really, really wanted him to say next, though, was, "No, what year? What year?" <laughs> oh. And then I wanted him to say, "It worked." Oh. But that's weird.
0: Is it what day is it? Not oh. date, day, it was the day of the week. He got. So confused. he was he was up and about. He was in his van. He was working. What whatever. time of day was it? but about midday. So it had been the day for quite a while. Yeah. Wow. What I day is it? What year? you people you are gorgeous have a great week you' are lovely some of the
1: loveliest listeners I think we've ever had here this week with us I've, I'm feeling it yeah I can just feel it they are
0: just beautiful they're they their beautiful energy
1: yeah it's gorgeous like
0: it's like it's like pre pre-energy pre-energy yeah yeah that's because sounds... they're not there yet <laughs> or post energy <laughs> that's the thing about time know, so, yeah okay who knows we'll see you next week for dieting and regalia yeah regalia regalia that's the wrong word it's not it's the right word it's not okay uh, have a lovely week lots of love love, love you. you bye
1: come back next week when Rebecca and Kirsty will tickle your eardrums with yet more gentle pointless wonderments